This is the best podcast. BEST stands for Business, Entrepreneurship, Startups, and Technology. I'm your host, Adam Sokolich, and each week we talk live on social media platforms like Twitter Spaces so that you can stay up to date with the latest news and stories, learn the greatest tools and tactics, and gain some of the best opportunities to connect with new people. Special guests include top founders, CEOs, and experts. Plus, the audience is always full of fascinating people. Even Elon Musk recently tuned in. All of our conversations are educating, entertaining, and engaging with the mission to help you succeed. So follow us on all your favorite social media platforms, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and of course, tune in live to the best podcast. Let's talk soon. Welcome. We're going to get started in just a moment. Saba, good to have you on stage. How are you? Hey, Adam. I'm good. How you doing? I am fantastic. And David, welcome. We'll get you up here. Let's invite you up uh, and have you join. So I'm going to make you a co-host real quick. And then we'll get the Techstars team in here as well. We're super excited for today's show. We got tremendous guests, tremendous people in the audience. Saba and I do this every Monday afternoon, at least here on the East Coast. Saba, I know that you are in the middle of the country and folks from around the world join as well. And uh, we have a very, very special guest today. That is the chairman and founder, David Cohen of Techstars, which is a global startup accelerator. We're going to hear from as many audience members as we can and uh, just dive in to hear those startup pitches. While they may be good, they can always get better. So Saba, as we get David up here in just a moment, how's it going today? You ready for this? Oh yeah, I absolutely love this. I'm excited to learn uh, as much as I can from David today. I, I think every time he speaks, I've, I've taken some notes down for the last four years and so uh, I'm sure that today will be no different. <laughs> Excellent. Well, David, speaking of David, how are you? Welcome to the stage, David Cohen. Thanks. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, David, you've probably heard so many startup pitches. Uh, today, we're going to share some more with you. If that sounds like a good, we're going to give uh, some very select speakers the opportunity to come up on stage, have about 60 seconds or so uh, to share their startup pitch with you. Of course, folks in the audience, we want them to be progress, you know, business ideas that are in progress, not necessarily ideas that aren't moving forward. Uh, so when you do put your pitches and you come up on stage, make sure that your profile is completed. We want to have a name, an idea of what that company is, uh, any links to it as well, just so that we have reference. We can look at that as we get up on stage. Um, but David and Saba, you know, why don't you give a little bit more about what you're doing at Techstars and then we'll dive in and get, get it going. I'll pull some people up on stage. All right, sure. David, please do the honors and tell us all about you. Sure. A uh, quick background on me is I've invested in a lot of startups. <laughs> um, uh, one of the founders uh, here at Techstars, um, where Saba and I are hanging out together. And uh, Techstars, if you're not familiar with it, is the worldwide network that helps entrepreneurs succeed. We've funded uh, many thousands of companies uh, around the world through our accelerator model, uh, which we operate in about 50 different locations every year around the world and 16, 17 countries. Um, the thousands of companies we've funded uh, have many of them grown to be pretty amazing. I think the companies that have been through our accelerators are worth something like uh, 70 or $80 billion now, uh, have raised something like 17 or $18 billion in venture capital. So we've seen a lot of pitches, seen a lot of investments, and uh, glad to hang out and help. And Saba, you want to dive into what you do every day? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, David. 
Yes, yeah, so I'm the head of pipeline. My job is to source startups across the world for all of our accelerators. Uh, we have programs in about 14 countries now, um, and over the next year, uh, we'll be looking for another about five, 600 startups to invest in. Um, typically, make about $120,000 investments into early stage companies, often the first check. Uh, right now, coincidentally, we have about 150 spots open uh, for accelerators. So feel free to go to techsars.com and apply um, directly if you want. Otherwise, feel free to hit us up on uh, Twitter or DMs and reach out to talk more with our team about what you're working on. Always, always love connecting with founders. Good, good. Well, let's get this show going. I'm super excited. The room's starting to fill up. We have a couple people on stage. So quick reminder for folks in the audience, this is a tremendous opportunity. Usually you're formally, if you get the opportunity, you're formally pitching to David Saba and the team. Uh, But today you get to practice with them. This is so important because those pitches can always get better. Uh, At the same time, you're promoting with all the great people in the audience. You never know who else is here. And heck, Maybe Sabin and David will want to follow up with you at another time as well. So let's get this going. I've brought up a couple people, and I'll bring up more from the queue. Uh, we're going to start with Royden. Why don't you go ahead and really quickly, within 60 seconds, give us your pitch, and then we'll get some feedback. Go right ahead, Royden. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yep, we can. Go right ahead. Okay. All right. Thank you for bringing me up. Um, I just want to say... Um, I'm currently in a Techstars program right now in Portland, Maine. So this is amazing. Um, I have my demo day um, next week, Thursday. So I'm definitely currently working on practicing my pitch. So I'm glad for this opportunity right now. Thank you. So my name is Royden Jeffrey. I'm the co-founder and CEO at Listed B. Listed B is a social booking app for beauty and wellness services within the Black community. So our technology focused on uniquely helping the 1 million professionals found in the beauty and wellness space in the black community to be discovered by the 50 million African-Americans who depend on their services. And in just three simple clicks, a user can find a style they like, connect with a local professional in their area, and schedule an appointment. The reason why Listed B needs to exist is because um, professionals are struggling to display themselves online and clients are, are, are finding uh, finding it really difficult to find the right services they want and then find a professional in their local area who can actually create that style for them the the the, the system is very fragmented right now and we're building that bridge to connect the two well thank you Roy and you hit that right on the one minute mark uh, before I dive in with any feedback, I'd love to hear. Let's go straight to Saba and David. What are your thoughts so far? What feedback do you have for Royden? Sure, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, but it's, it's a little bit unfair because he's getting the, the Techstars experience. So he's being forced <laughs> to practice his, his elevator pitch all the time, right? And so uh, he's, got, he's got the basics of it down. Um, you know, look, I, I think it's great because he's giving numbers, right? There's there's a million people who can connect with 50 million people. Sounds big, right? It's simple. There's just three clicks. So I like those aspects, a simple description of what he's doing, easy to understand. The only thing I might mix in is a little bit of, of traction and maybe a little bit of like – you know, his own background just really quickly as to why he's uniquely qualified to build this thing. But I, I think overall it's pretty easy to understand what he's talking about there, which is helpful. Good. And how about you, Saba? What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, a great pitch to kick us off for today, and uh, congrats for being part of Techstars. Love to see it here. Um, my only piece of feedback to improve, 
would be a bit of energy. Um, you know, you really are competing with people's phones, their Instagram and their Slack. Um, and so you want to just sort of start strong, um, capture that uh, attention up front, um, and then carry them with you through the minute, two minutes or three minutes that you're you're doing it. Um, I know our demo day pitches are, are usually a little bit longer, and so you get that time for that narrative and the story. Uh, but yeah, I would just say bring it some more energy. You know, start really, really strong. Um, I sometimes do a bunch of push-ups or star jumps. Um, what do you guys call them? Jumping jacks uh, to feel that energy, uh, you know, rise up. But otherwise, yeah, really good job in terms of the content. So uh, well done. Yeah, Sabi, we've done this uh, almost every Monday, and you'll probably hear me add, I want to hear that passion. I want to hear that charisma. It's going to want me believe in what you're trying to pitch us, right? It shows that passion. So I would share that exact same sentiment as well, Royden, is just to go ahead. But uh, I'm glad that you're already in the in the TechStars program. Congratulations. I'm sure there are other people in the audience as well that will be here today in those similar shoes. It's a great place to be. So thank you so much. But let's continue. We're going to go to Ashley next, and then, and then Tommy and Sam. So Ashley, welcome to the stage. You have about 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Great. Thanks so much for having me. My name is Ashley Stone and I am the founder of the Village app, which was born out of necessity when my surprised third pregnancy turned out to be twins and I needed help. I found that there wasn't a lack of people offering me offering help, but actually asking and connecting with them was tricky. So the Village app connects you to your personal support network and encourages hyper-local connections using needs-based notifications sent to curated circles of supporters or to hyper-local contacts. We launched locally in Kelowna, BC in August and currently have almost a thousand users. Um, We're working towards our next feature set, which will be focused on community organizations to help them connect with 100% of their supporters. And we're looking to generate revenue in Q1 of uh, 2022. Uh, We're on a mission to rebuild the village and we would love for anybody to join us. Thank you. Ooh, now I heard the energy. I heard the passion with that one. But Saba, how about you? So what's your next thoughts on what Ashley just shared? Yeah, that was great. Look, I really love the narrative and the story of of why. You know, what that usually answers for me is she will be passionate about solving this problem in five or ten years from now. And that's how long you want to be working on the startup. So a really good way to start it. Um, Where can I see a way to improve i guess somewhere in the middle i think i heard uh a few things too fast and i didn't get time to digest it um so i know she mentioned up to a thousand users or something whenever someone uses like a rough number um i'm like oh you know it's like when your friend says they're five minutes away they're probably like 30 minutes away but if they said hey i'm six minutes away and so what i want to do is make sure the numbers are believable um so like hey we've got 953 users to date and we're getting this many per month for the last three months or something like that so um the again the suggestion in the middle there is maybe slow it down and use the exact number so then i can digest it and figure it out and go okay cool this is uh getting really interesting but um yeah that, that's that's a couple of things. And one minute's hard, right? Like yeah. you have to get the attention. But you know, oh, the last thing I'll say, and this is the most important part, you've got the next meeting. Like your goal isn't to get a check by the end of it. At least I'm not. I don't know about David, but uh, when I signing checks here on the spot, but uh, I want to talk more and see if there's a way to help you on in supporting what you're building right now. So well done. Absolutely. And Saba, quick question before we get to David. Is there a standard, I know you've shared kind of templates and guides before for pitches, but time frame wise, is there an ideal number? Is it 15 minutes? Is it 60 seconds? Is it someplace in the middle? Do you have a, what's your quick gut for people? To, <laughs> just, just what's it, your it quick dip- estimate? 
Yeah, sure. 40, 42 seconds um, is how long you should talk. That's the meaning of life and not uh, talk for more than a minute without getting reaction from the people to go, are you still listening or are you focused on going to have some tacos or burritos or uh, have breakfast somewhere else, right? So uh, don't talk for too long where it's a monologue. All right. And David, so you listened in to Ashley. What are your thoughts? What's your feedback? Yeah, I just want to amplify a few things that, that Sabo was saying, I think are really important. You know, Ashley started with, with the why, um, and, you know, for, for the Simon Sinek fans out there, you know, people, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So I love that. It, it, it immediately connects you to the problem, Ashley. So it's, it's, you know, again, going to make people feel that you're going to be in it for the long run. So I think that's really important to, to bring that why into it. Um, and well done. Um, you know, the, the obvious question that investors are thinking about, and of course, look, it's it's one minute, it's meant to be an elevator pitch. I think when you're really pitching somebody, you're going to get much more time. But if it's a conversation or an elevator pitch to test their interest, it's going to be about a minute, right? Um, the, the number one question that's going to be on their mind is, okay, how is this big? How am I going to make a lot of money from this? Right. And there was a mention of, of starting to charge and revenue and all of that. So I think that's good. Uh, I, I like having, you know, a description of the business that leaves a pretty obvious follow up question. Uh, and you have one. And so that's probably where I would take it as an investor next. And I know that's not the design of the show to have you answer that. But, but I, I'm actually pointing out that I think when there's a clear and obvious follow-up question from an investor, that's good because you're getting a dialogue going back and forth. And, and to me, you have one of those. And well, how does this thing make money? Um, I also want to amplify what Saba said about the, the thousand user thing. Um, I, I don't mind the sort of approximation, but I think what's much more interesting is the growth rate. Um, you know, that doubled last week would be much more interesting to me than you have a thousand people, for example. So I don't know what that looks like, but, you know, even saying that's growing at 20 or 30% a week, that's, you know, that that's viral growth, right? That's pretty fast. Um, and so that can get my attention as well. Uh, so, so love the why, um, would think about sort of, you know, growth rate beyond just the numbers and, you know, having an obvious follow-up question, I think is a good thing. I love this, folks. I mean, we're getting so much great feedback. And Saba, I see you on mic real quick. What are you going to share? I just say this is this is awesome. I would love anyone in the audience. I know we had this last time. If you're taking notes, feel free to uh, put them in bullet points and then uh, send it to me in the Google Doc, and we'll share it out with more people. Because yeah, this is just this great insights from from David, obviously. Um, and Adam, yours. We want to get your perspective as well. So share, share what you what you're thinking. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to not only host the show, but take as many notes as I can as well because these are gems. This is such a rare opportunity. So thank you, David and Saba, for the opportunity. And just with my work, uh, you know, coaching in in the past with TEDx speakers and helping grow startups and businesses, I love to hear that passion, that energy. Of course, I heard that. But you were very clear. Ashley. And that's important. If you can simplify your message, speak with enthusiasm, but speak clearly, you're going to keep the listeners on track, right? You're not, they're not going to get lost and, and go off into some other tangent trying to understand what you were saying five seconds ago or something like that. So that's one thing I really, really liked. Um, and then to, to David's point, I love the way that he mentioned just re- Remessaging the data point, right? A thousand versus growth rate of 20 or 30%. Those unique differences make you stand out 
So even if yours is good, you can always get better. Well, you want to get better above all the other competitors who are also pitching. And I think that would make it unique for you, Ashley. So thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And stick around here on stage. We're going to keep going. And uh, Tommy B, you're up next. And then we're going to go to Sam and other folks in the queue. So make sure you guys raise your hands. Tommy, you got 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Hey, guys, thanks. Uh, this is going to be kind of funny, actually, following Ashley's uh, pitch, because I have a similar thing. So uh, my name is Tom, and um, I'm the founder of Meerkat. We're based out of Los Angeles. And uh, my wife and I had our first child during COVID lockdowns, and we quickly realized that we didn't have any friends that had kids, and we had no idea how to make them. So um, I have a background in tech. I do a lot of product program management, and I decided to build an app that matches you with other parents uh, nearby for the sake of building out that community that you need um, as you raise your kids. So uh, there's around 63 million parents in the United States with kids under 18, and many of them feel uh, isolation and loneliness. And so we're hoping to be able to connect them with others who are in that same boat uh, to build these friendships that they need. So we launched September 18th in the App Store. We've had 424 downloads so far. Uh, in November, we've seen a 50% increase from October. Uh, we've made 26 family connections and we are currently generating ad revenue with a plan to kind of monitor usage and figure out what features will command a charge and then we'll start charging for those. Um, and I am seeking funding for marketing and just a uh, little future tech support. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you, Tommy. And it's always great to have folks back. You were here before, but it's great to see how you improved. I think you hit it right on the mark with the with the timing of it and you were clear. You made it even a little bit better than last time just by bringing in the different aspects of, of data. But let's focus on what Saba and David have to say. D David, what are your thoughts real quick? Well, you know, people learning on the fly, right? Um, you know, I, I like the up 50%, you know, in the last month that, that sort of perks me up. So, okay, you know, People are talking about it. It's growing a little bit, but it's still at the stage with, you know, 420 or whatever that that's sort of people, you know, and their friends, right, uh, generally. So those those kind of growth rates get more interesting over a thousand. Um, I, look, I think a lot of these have that same obvious follow-up question, right? Um, you mentioned ad revenue, which makes the listener go to, do I believe that as a real, you know, viable business model for you? And, you know, I, th I think that's going to be, probably a challenge uh, as a model. And I, I think you get that because you said you're going to look for other ways. But I, I might um, take a little time to, to think about what your theory is about the other ways, because I think the ad, the ad one is going to come off as well. That's probably pretty small. Um, you know, it's, it's maybe a small media business. Um, you know, the, the ad revenue you're generating is probably quite small. And it's a challenge as a business model unless something is really gigantic, uh, which I know you think this could be, but your, your sort of hint that there's other revenue models, I might enumerate them, right? We think that, um, you know, this makes money through X, Y, and Z, right? Whatever those things are in order. So that, again, you get a little bit more credibility than I think you're getting with the, the ad model and the way that it would come off to investors today. Um, wow, <laughs> that's, that's really good way to think about it, David. Um, I don't think I had any comments other than I think this is interesting. Just going through what I did out loud. I went to the app store. I noticed good ratings. I'm looking at it going, okay, can I imagine some of my friends that are parents using it? Um, and so, you know, that's, that's a good thing. I don't know if I learned enough about the business opportunity itself, though. Um, and so 
I think, a pitch in a minute. Because he had quickly helped me understand what the product does. And so that checked, but then, hey, tell me about the business opportunity. So you might have covered it, but this this is part of it. Like, again, as I said earlier, um, it's a competition uh, with getting distracted by other things. And so it's like, hey, like, did you say how much you're raising and then wait, how much you've raised so far and, and, and what the ask is um, in that way or not? So uh, overall, learned a bunch um, about the business and uh, I would uh, – I would, I'd have a few more questions asked. And so to add on top of that, Tommy, just to be clear, what was the CTA, the call to action that's so important for folks to have? I just want to hear that one more time. Uh, from my pitch, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeking funding so that I can uh, just kind of ramp up marketing. And I also have some features, some additional features that I want to build. Okay, thank you. And then for folks in the audience, I think that's just so clear to make sure that that is is shared and more so, not necessarily towards the end, but that can be there as that last thought. It can be there for raising money. It can be there just to set up the next meeting, as Saba says. Whatever that next step may be, make sure that it's clear and it's in the minds of those that you're pitching to. So thank you, Tommy. Really appreciate it. And um, I want to weave in nuggets and stories along the way as we move on. Next, we're going to get to Gloria. Uh, But David, I'm curious. You've heard probably thousands of pitches out there. Is there something that you are always looking for, even amongst, uh, you know, how different they may be? Is there one thing that you can advise for people to start with or that you're looking through, looking for in their pitches? Yeah, well, it's tricky, right? Because, again, the context is you have a minute. Um, I agree with your energy comment. Like, if you're not excited, why should I be excited, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, you know, we're, we're hearing that uh, from folks. I think that's good and really important. Um you know, I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm always looking for some kind of, you know, insight or unfair advantage, right? Some, some approach that, um, not necessarily novel, but is differentiated in your team, right? You've got people with these backgrounds or where you're coming from. Sometimes that's just your why it comes out in your why, right? I'm doing this because I had this problem during my you know pregnancy or whatever that we heard earlier from Ashley. I think those things are really good. Um, so it's, it's, it's not that I'm always looking for one thing. I just want to feel that they're excited about it. I want to get a sense quickly that this could change the world. Because when I invest, I'm thinking about 10 to 20 years from now about how this could change the world, right? Not about, you know, how much revenue we can do in the next year or something like that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not just thinking about the money. I'm thinking about how can we impact society and make the world a better place through this technology or this innovation as well. Uh, I, I'm looking for all of that. And every investor is going to be a little, a little different on those fronts. Uh, the other thing is really interesting about what we just heard is sort of Tommy coming right after Ashley and sort of saying, um, well, this is interesting, right, because I'm in a similar space. I think one thing you can do if you find yourself in that situation is you can say, this is a space that nobody's figured out. There's lots of people working on it, right? You know, this is something that is really huge and uh, we're seeing lots of other people working on it. It helps the investor understand that, you know, this is not, you know, some niche, right? This is a thing that lots of people are thinking about and lots of people have problems, even though, you know, Tommy might be able to say something if he's following Ashley, like, you know, we have a little bit different take on it or we're focused on a little bit different segment of the market that we think is a really big opportunity. So it's sort of giving kudos to your competitor, not that it's a direct competitor, but then sort of saying, and we're in this big space. It's an advantage to go second, I think. Ooh, I love that. And to your point, you're, you're showing validation, right? That your idea may be unique, but it's not so unique that no one's paying attention to it, right, David? You're saying that there are other people, competitors doing that same thing, but yours may be a little bit different. Here's how we're different. Is that right? 
just to summarize yeah it's, it's always that differentiator in a crowded space right which could be again your unique insight your team your why right the, the motivation i feel behind it beyond just the spreadsheet that you created that says i'm gonna make a lot of money doing this mm-hmm. which everyone has right it's it's that you know it's the sort of founder product or founder market fit that i'm looking for love it love it all right well let's keep going and uh thank you ashley thank you tommy for those uh, that just went we're going to keep going and gloria you've been waiting patiently thank you so much then we're going to go to sam next after gloria so gloria you have 60 seconds go right ahead thank you so much for having me again adam and saba and uh, thank you for being here david yeah, hi, I'm Gloria Pong, co-founder of Tidy App. I am a third-time founder, and I've exited one company and pivoted Ace Buy into Tidy App with more than 70 years of uh, in the cleaning platform. I'm working with an incredible team now. I'm going to share with you how we're generating 80K monthly revenue on Tidy App. Tidy App is the easiest way to book insured and founder professional cleaners. In 60 seconds, that's what we always say. If you stayed in an Airbnb in Austin or Dallas, I'm 100% sure we probably cleaned the place before you got there. Our vision is really enormous to be the number one cleaning platform for all of Airbnb hosts. There are 3 million Airbnb hosts with 7 million listings. And in uh, 2019, there were about 135 million bookings made by host and they spend 65 to 100 dollars per clean and after each guest checks out we have 16,000 cleaners now in five cities and we have 3100 clients we are currently raising 1.5 to jump our revenue to 7 million annual and to open up 10 more cities in vacation we're vacation Rental occupancy is very high. To solidify also more partnership with uh, guesties and host away, which we've already kind of secured, and to hire more engineering on our team. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you, Gloria. I mean, I think it's good to see you back. Uh, and you shared a lot of good points there. You know, for me personally, there's probably not that's going to be missing. I think I'd love to hear a little bit more about that challenge, right? So uh, you're coming in, you're showing the benefits. And I just think that one area that could dig in a little bit deeper for those that you're that you're pitching to is just to hear a little bit more about that challenge. So what, what are you trying to solve? But that's just my perspective. Hey, Saba and David, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Gloria, it's uh, been an absolute honor seeing you pitch this uh, month after month now, um, and you are doing such a good job. Um, You talked about your team, which if I answer the question that Adam had earlier, like what's the one thing you're looking for? It's it's a sense of appreciation for your team that's building this with you, right? As as a CEO, it's sometimes a challenge to be like, hey, I'm doing all of this stuff alone. So I really liked how you talked about what you've done, what your team's done, um, you know, it's someone, you know, that I want to, I'd want to talk to you for, you know, in the, uh, on a train ride from like, you know, <laughs> uh, border to wherever. So I uh, really love that. Uh, the business and the MRR that you're getting now is, is, is fantastic. I love the reference around, hey, I've probably cleaned, uh, my team probably cleaned uh, the place uh, if you're in one of these cities. And so that was a nice little touch too. So I can't think of any improvement for my area. Again, it's got better and better over time. Um, my only question would be, how much are you raising? How much is left? Um, how long do you want to keep pitching for uh, until you get what you need? So if this is pitch practice just for the practice sake, then good. 
Um, but I hope that you're getting the funds. I know, you know, it's, it's maybe almost a silly comment, but I know that uh, underrepresented founders do get less venture capital than most others. And so uh, that could be uh, part of it, but we hope to change that, at least at Techstars in the future. Um, but, you know, what you're doing is, is incredible and I, I really like the sound of everything. But David, what about your thoughts on Opich? Um, yeah, Gloria, great job. Um, I, I, I have not heard it before, right? I'm, I'm a first timer here. So um, I think that's actually pretty cool because you guys have seen it evolve. And I'm just coming in and, you know, what that pitch makes me do is rapidly take notes and then, and then, you know, jump on Slack and tell Saba, you know, get out there and recruit Gloria, right? Gloria's got something going on. Um, you know, we could probably help. But it, it makes the investor very interested. I, I want to point out a couple of phases to that quick one minute. And, and again, you guys may have been giving this feedback and it's it's clearly been, been taken on board. But the beginning of the pitch starts with a very quick description of what she's doing and credibility. It's my third company. I've already had an exit. We're at 80K MRR. Okay. Really quickly out of her mouth, there's a lot of credibility in those few words. It makes me pay attention if I'm hearing 20 pitches, this is what I'm going to pay attention to, right? Because there's already traction. It's clear there's a history as a founder, some success uh, as a founder. And there's a lot of the second phase is there's a lot of ambition. Our goal is to be number one in this market, right? Um, meaning Glory would say, we're really small today, right? We want to be really big. We only have 16,000 cleaners. We want to have you know, 160,000 as fast as we can. Um and then there was that call to action, right? That was that was really clear uh, to help her achieve that ambition, which already has some progress, already has some some traction and proof points. She asked, she said, "I'm raising a million and a half, and we're doing it because we're going to get to ten cities and seven million in ARR." See, those are the notes you make me take, Gloria, when you do that pitch, right? Um, because that's what really matters, and it's delivered with energy, with confidence. So I thought this was fantastic, and, and this is one where, as an investor, you know, I immediately perk up and say, this is something that we could be involved with. We should pay attention here. Wow, this is tremendous feedback, and great job, Gloria. It's great to hear from you, and it's right. You have been improving each time. So for folks in the audience, hopefully you're picking up on this and you're learning not just from Gloria and our other great speakers, but that idea that you can come back and practice with us each week and get better and better. Uh, so, you know, David, I'd be curious to add on top of that, out of all the pitches that you've heard in your career, kind of like Gloria's standing out and pre being pretty good, what are a couple of the other ones, or at least one that stands out with you that you've gone through in the past that you absolutely loved and then, of course, invested in as well? Well, I mean, these are these are softball questions, Adam, so I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> you know, look, when, you, when you're funding lots of companies, you know, um, you, you, you get lucky once in a while. And, you know, it, there's 20 unicorns, right, that have been in the Techstars portfolio now. Um, you know, the easy one for me, just pick one of the ones people have heard of, right? We, we invested in Uber and the angel round uh, at a $4 million valuation. Um, that pitch was really, really simple. It was basically, hey, love your good for, give first attitude that you have at Techstars, you're helping other entrepreneurs. I have the same attitude, right? Um, would love to, you know, this was, this was, you know, Ryan Graves who came by and mentored at Techstars said, would love to give you some feedback on the companies you're working with, right? Didn't want anything in return. So we, we connected immediately on values. 
Um, and then he said, you know, look, I'm, we're going to change the future of transportation. It's too hard to get a car. It's too hard to you know move between point A and point B. It ought to be the touch of a button. There's no reason it can't be, right? Um, here's a quick, you know, demo of the app. And I was like immediately in love with the idea and connected on a values level with the person I was talking to. Now, maybe the rest of the company didn't have all the same values, but, uh, but he sure did. And uh, it's been an amazing thing to be involved with but usually it's just some kind of personal connection coupled with like a clear and compelling vision of the future that's believable that gets you excited mm, i love this and so david while i might throw you a couple softballs it's how you answered it and you went into detail a lot of these stories are going to be new for the folks in the audience so while well, you've probably shared them before it's tremendous for us still to learn from and i am taking notes so thank you david on that one all right, let's continue. We are rocking and rolling. We've had great uh, from Tommy, Ashley, Gloria. We're going to go to Sam next, and then we're going to go to, uh, let's see, who is that next one? Professor Mitch. We'll go there. So, Sam, you got 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Sam Badu, and I'm the founder and CEO of Flurry. Um, I'm actually in Techstars Toronto uh, currently as the only U.S. company in this cohort. Um years ago, I moved to the United States as an undocumented immigrant. Um, and through that experience, I uh, learned very much how difficult it was for immigrants to continue to provide support for their families back home. For decades, it's been that you take a walk down the road and go use a money transfer uh, company or to date an app. And this has been default and ingrained in all of us. Now, the problem with this is for most people who send money, you don't know where it's going to, how it's going to be used, or even if the request is genuine. Today, we know that people send money for an intention. There's a reason why, and Flurry is solving that. Flurry is building a conditional transfer protocol that routes into direct services for the beneficiaries back home. This, uh, starting with healthcare, would allow immigrants to be able to use their money more efficiently while allowing their family back to directly receive the services as was intended. Over the last year, we've partnered with five international health insurance companies across Africa, specifically Ghana and Nigeria. Over 300 families are powered by their sponsors abroad. We just got done with our pilot and we'll be rolling out a digital platform, scaling this solution to millions of immigrants. Today, there are 47, immigrants in, 47 million immigrants in the U.S. who were born in a different country. We believe that we can help them keep more money in their pocket while continuing to support the people who depend on them the most. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Sam. Really appreciate it. It's great to hear that you're already in the Techstars ecosystem. Uh, my one quick comment is just to look at time, right? So we know that we're, we're looking for 60 seconds or less. Yours went just a little long, but that's just something very small to keep in mind as we, as we try to you know, set the trend for all the others speaking up here as well. It's just to make that a little simpler, a little bit more consolidated in regards to your pitch. But Saba, go right ahead and then we'll go to David. No, I, w I was unmuting at the end because I uh, I missed half of that and I was checking in if it was only me. So it sounds like it was only me. So I'll, I'll uh, pass to David. Yep, I heard it all. Um, so, uh, Sabo, you gotta you gotta upgrade the home internet, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, so, look, I think um, I, I was going to mention the time thing too, and not not because you know I, I don't know how long it was. My guess is a couple minutes, um, but. 
you know, it's sort of coloring in the lines, you know, by the, by the rules of the forum that you're playing in. And, and I think that makes you be more succinct. And I don't, you know, it's often quoted as a Mark Twain thing, right? If I had more time, I'd have written a shorter letter. It's hard to be succinct, right? It, it takes real practice and real work to get something down to just a minute. Um, and so I would ask myself, you know, if I just had a minute, would I talk about the whole background of the problem and then the solution, you know, sort of like, like Sam does here, right? There's a bit of a, a start around, you know, this is, this is the problem, right? Uh, you know, this is historically how it works. This is historically how people do it. And you still don't quite know what the solution is yet. So you're sort of a minute into it before it's kind of clear. So I think it's important to really go right at the solution, you know? Something like, you know, we're solving money transfer for, you know, people to send money to families back home. We're solving the biggest problem with that is that people don't use that money as it was intended by the sender. None of the other solutions do that. That's what we're focused on. Right? It's sort of getting to the meat of it um, really quickly, I think. And then, you know, I think we heard a lot of calls to action um, in other um uh, pitches and, and I don't I don't remember hearing that here unless my internet cut out too. Right? What is it you want? What's the ask? Um, that you're you know talking to the audience for what can we help with so don't don't forget to make that ask in the end yep i completely agree it's so important you know sava you and i have heard many many times folks come up here and they just don't ask what or they just don't share that call to action and then your pitch is somewhat meaningless right you're you're sharing your story uh, but you're not making it specific and we may not know if you're looking for money or mentorship or or something else so just Keep that in mind, folks. Make sure that your your call to action is clear and well aware by the folks that are listening. Saba, go right yeah. ahead. Yeah, no, totally. Um, other than the pitch, again, because I missed most of it, you know, one thing that I like Sam has done and I encourage fans to do, right, especially on platforms like this where you're not just pitching at a coffee shop or at an event or in person. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around on the app or while I'm here. So, you know, he's profile has his company mentioned his company has an account on there his account is tweeting like this shows that this isn't a, just a wild opportunity at maybe pitching about something random but that's active and man i tell you it makes a huge difference um when you are using twitter spaces to, to pitch and, and and create this network and this bond and connection and, and a way to talk and i can dm sam directly as well and so found it like if your DMs aren't open and you're not mentioning your company name and I can't quickly go to your website, you're missing out on a huge opportunity there. And so, Sam, again, other than the pitch, the fact that I can quickly go to your website and register, like you've absolutely nailed this, you know, virtual handheld experience of me going to learn more about you. So, uh, well done and, and, and uh, thanks for your pitch. Yep, absolutely. And this actually sparks a question, but I see, David, you unmuted real quick, so I'll hold on for a second. What, what's in your mind? Yeah, I just want to point out one thing, too, that I think is um, it comes up a lot in these type of sessions, right? Gloria got up here and said, I'm at 80K MRR, right? I've had three companies before and I exited one, you know, and, and I think other people are sort of like, well, well, I don't have that yet, right? Maybe, right? I don't I don't have a number like that I can point to. And, and I want to just acknowledge that. Um, because it's, it's easier, it's easy to feel like someone like Gloria is going to get, you know, lots of interest and, and other people are because they aren't able to cite that same traction, but you have something, right? Everybody has something that's special in what they're doing. Right. And, and for Sam, right. There's some validation, for example, around being in Techstars, you know, in Toronto. Right. And, and I think that was good to use, um, because it shows that, that some investors already believe 
even are looking at it. So, you know, whatever your thing is, I think it's important to toss in a little bit of credibility, right, to try to differentiate because most people don't give you that at all. They just jump into this is what I'm doing, right? This is what I need from you. And every one of you that pitches should have something that's special and unique about you that, that feels like traction in some way. It could be just where the team is coming from, a special insight you have, some validation you have, and you can get it out in five seconds and it makes a world of difference. So it doesn't have to be MRR, for example. Ooh, I love that additional. Yep, Saba, go right ahead. No, no, I mean, this is one of the reasons why Techstars is uh, so good around making investments around the world from founders of all different backgrounds and experiences, right? Like, you don't need to have gone to a specific school or be in a specific location, uh, because we believe entrepreneurs can create a better future anywhere um, or everywhere. And so it, it totally is that. And so practice your competitive advantage or your unique view on the world. Um, like, for example, if I create it, and I'm, I don't do this and I'm not doing this, but like if I was creating a competitive crunch base, like, cool. Like I've seen more companies than anyone else in the world, in my opinion, that at early stage. And so that's my unique competitive advantage versus if I said I'm going to create a a matcha company just because I like matcha, right? So figure out what you've done in the past that might allow you to have um, a unique view better than anyone else. So, yeah. Love it, love it. All right, we're going to keep this rolling, folks. And again, if you're in the audience, go ahead and raise your hand. We'd love to bring you up and uh, have a great conversation, a pitch opportunity with David and Saba from Techstars. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, so next we're going to go to Mitch and then Sean and then Valo. So Mitch, go right ahead. Hi. My name is Taiwa Debayo, a senior Android engineer. I've helped startups and unicorn companies build products. I'm passionate about products and distribution. Um, today, content startups online is worth a billion dollar market. And uh, Novell, which is the name of the company we're building, is a media startup that thrives on quality story content. So it's a media startup. Um, what is Novell? Novell is a mobile app that merges media content like audio and images with chat like stories. So think of it like a Wattpad that has a WhatsApp presentation. Uh, you cannot only read the stories as text, but you can hear sounds and see images. So imagine if you were reading a story, say, about the Second World War, and you can hear the sounds of the bombs while it goes on. So it's uh, the contents are shot for engagement because we know our target market and uh, they're reviewed for quality. It uses uh, a commission model uh, per story sold, and we're hoping to raise some seed funding to help uh, curate quality content and market novel. Thank you. And thank you as well. You know, I'd, I'd love, is this one represented in your profile? Um, I see Mitch. I know you said a different name before. Excuse me on that one. I was just looking for more information. I didn't know if it was already connected, either your link in your profile or an at, you know, on, on Twitter as well. I was looking for more information is what I'm trying to share. Um, and I didn't yes. have that reference. Novels.com. That's the name of the website. I, I was, I, I, it's still in development. That's why the link is not uh, oh. publicly on my bio. Okay. All right. Well, and thank you for sharing that. So just for folks in the audience, we're looking for that type of information just because it gives us more context if we're able to quickly link to it uh, or another account as well. And so in this case, I felt like I was I was trying to listen to you, but also look for more information and, and it was missing for me. So Saba, as, as you heard um, from Mitch, and, and I know that you shared a different name, excuse me on that one. What was your feedback, yeah. Saba? And then we'll go to David. Yeah, no, I have pretty similar feedback. So not much to add there that 
it was, it was, it was way harder to follow along because it's a different name with a different company. Um, I'm used to, as I just said, where, where Sam did such a good job for me to follow along and understand it. Um, but at least me, I'm just a better learner, uh, when I'm, when I'm reading things. Um, not to say that if we were standing in front of each other, I couldn't pay attention, but I, I kind of got lost in it. Cause I'm like, uh, I didn't know where to follow along, which I really wanted to do. So my apologies on that. Um, I think overall just too, too, too confusing for me, but maybe David got it cause he's the expert in this and we'll see what he says. <laughs> um, so, so I'm maybe I'm a little different, you know. And, and I'm older, right? So I, I just try to really listen. Um, I, I'm not trying to click around and look at anything while while you're talking. I'm just trying to really listen um, to see what I can get from what you're saying. Uh, but I know a lot of people do that multitasking thing, or they'll do it just after, which is fine. So, so good advice on having it in the profile and all of that. Uh, but I'm, but I'm just listening. And what you know, what I heard was. Uh, what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I, I get that it's a little different. It's, a, it's basically stories, it's a media company, you know, uh, sort of multiple different types of, of media combined and make a story more interesting. Um, I sort of get that in terms of what you're doing and how you're doing it, but I have no idea why you're doing it, right? Um, wh- wh- what is it that you think, you know, becomes better in the world from this? What's your personal motivation? Um, and then what, again, yeah, at the end is, is, is it that you want, right? Why are you telling me this? Um, because, you know, I could go, well, I've, I've seen this kind of thing in, you know, New York times, right. Multimedia presentation of the virus or something. I get what it is, but what's the business here? Why should I be invested, interested in investing as an investor? You know, what's that ask again was kind of missing for me. And, and a lot of the why was missing. So it was kind of, this pitch was kind of a description of the thing without, um, much more to it that I could grasp. So I'd I'd be asking a lot of questions after this pitch. Can I answer that? Uh, just cause we've kept it as, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just pitch practice. So, um, I'm sure there's a great answer for it, but the point is, yeah, everyone just take that feedback and the next time you get to pitch it or come back next week, then you can do it. On the way. Thank you. Absolutely. Just a quick, just a quick request, uh, or, or question for the audience. Um, if there are any female founders here, would love to see you pitch. Um, every time we do this, we want to make sure there's a diverse audience. Um, and like I said, once before, like uh, female founders usually in the DM going, Hey, can I pitch? And the answer is yes, you can. You don't even have to ask, like, just come on up. We'll bring you and we'd love to hear what you're working on as well. Um, if not all good as well, uh, but just know that this room is open for anyone to come up, request a, uh, the microphone to do a one minute pitch. Okay. Yep. All right. Great point, Saba. And thank you, David. Great. So we're going to go to Sean next and then Volo. So Sean, you got 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Hello. Can you hear me? Yep. Go right ahead. Perfect. Hello, everyone. My name is Sean Gatano. I am a previous Techstars and Blackstone Accelerator alumni and also a virtual reality and automation connoisseur, as I've been developing in space since 2018. I am the founder of Souls Vision, and our goal is building the metaverse in minutes. I want you to think about a place you'd like to create, a futuristic cyberpunk city or a beautiful cabin in the woods. Have you ever dreamt of building a vast virtual world, game, or experience, but realize you don't have the development skills to create it? With Souls Vision, you can create that world now in a few clicks. Souls Vision is a no-code tool that focuses on the automation of the metaverse and has the power to take your words and turn them into vast virtual environments. 
Soul's vision saves hours, days, months of development time for large studios and independent developers, and it is entirely no code and does not require ex any experience at all. The market potential for Metaverse is 815 billion global market potential by 2028. And right now, although we're in the development of our MVP using the Unity game development engine, we're not currently raising, but we are actively looking for mentors and advisors in aug augmented reality, virtual reality, game development, and the Metaverse. Thank you so much. All right, Sean. So yeah, it does seem like you're already in the tech ecosystem as well. Uh, I thought you did great, but David, I'd love to hear you on this one. What are your thoughts for Sean? Um, Sean, I'm, I'm, somebody beat you to it. I, I, I think we're at level seven of the metaverse already. And, uh, you know, this is just, you're creating version eight. So that's pretty exciting. Um, we're all living in this virtual reality world, right? And you're making it so easy that someone will create another one right inside this one. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, I'm kidding, but I'm not. Um, look, I, th I think, um, this is, this is something that I understand, right? Is valuable. Uh, is really complicated, right? You're basically saying, like, you don't have to write any code or do anything. You just get, you, know, you can plug in a virtual world to whatever, you know, app or, or thing you're doing without any code. That obviously sounds really exciting. Um, it, it creates some skepticism, right, in the listener, right? Like, can it really be that easy or that sophisticated? Um, so that's great that you're sort of making the assertion. And then you jump to this enormous market size, which I believe, uh, I think if this really worked, it could be huge. Right. And so the only thing that was missing for me was sort of who is the user that's sort of buying this from you and how much are they willing to pay? Right. Like how, how big of a business is this for you? Um, is this for game developers? Is this, you know, for some other market, right? For simulations, all the above. So maybe listing out a few of the markets and the types of customers, again, back to traction that you already have and what they're paying you for it, right? When you have that, I think could be really valuable here to, to connect the dots between this big vision that you have and excuse the pun, but reality. Ah, very good. And Sava, what are your thoughts on this one for Sean? Yeah, uh, that's a slam dunk there, David. Um, so look, I, I think that pitch was really fast. Um, you went through a lot of stuff. That's not a bad thing. Just know that it was fast and so sometimes it can be uh, difficult to, to, to follow along. I think every word also matters. And so you said a couple of things that I think could have just been made more succinct and you could have paused and said, like when you said something about something in days and something in weeks, something in months, you could have just started with month um, because that's what really matters the most because it's the longest one. Um, I, uh, I like the fact that you had a really clear ask. You're looking for mentors and advisors. Uh, I would encourage you to double click on that a little bit further and go, here's the exact type of mentors or advisors that you want. Are they tech or are they growth, right? Are they product or are they going to help you with talent? Figure it out because then you got an audience of a couple hundred people or um, people out there trying to go, okay, yeah, I like what you're working on, but am I the one to help you? So just add that one extra word. Hey, we're looking for advisors, focus on growth, right? Then you know you're going to attack, uh, attract the right people. Same thing when you're looking for investors. Hey, we're looking for investors based out of, Melbourne, Australia, that are focused on entertainment. Okay, cool. It's not me. I know someone for that. Um, and so that's, you know, every word matters. How you say it matters, right? The speed. Um, and then the, the, the business in which you're working in, it's absolutely right now. Um, I like that you didn't, I mean, we heard a pitch last week or two weeks ago where someone said the word multiverse about 14 times. Uh, too many times, uh, in my opinion, but you had the right amount of balance to not sound like you're doing this just because it's 
now and happening in hype and 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 web3 and ar and vr and so i think there's a really good balance there and you want to be be careful of that so yeah really good pitch and again as we said earlier the goal is to get the next meeting and i'm like looking at this going yeah i'd, I'd love to chat with you more about what you're working on everyone in the audience same thing like feel free to dm me there's an awesome team of seven people that work with me at Techstars. if you're interested in funding or mentorship uh, that we can connect you with the right people but uh yeah sean absolutely again really good job and i'd love to chat more about it and see if we can help you with what you're doing definitely definitely awesome thank you guys so much yeah we're gonna keep this rolling all right we're gonna go to our next guest and i am gonna have a hard time saying this name so respectfully i'm trying to do my best Ifiolua. So please correct me please correct me <laughs> No, you did good. You did good. That was good. <laughs> that was close enough. Well, yeah, so good. Well, welcome. And, uh, you know, what? what's on your mind? You got 60 seconds to pitch David Saba and I. Go right ahead. Yes, great. Hi, my name is Ifeo Lua Dari Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO at Health Tracker. So, interestingly, we're currently in the cohort, the current cohort of Texas Toronto uh, with Sunil and the amazing team. Um, what we do at Health Tracker is that we are decentralizing lab testing in Africa. Um, I, I had a very terrible experience with my dad who slumped all of a sudden just because we didn't have access to health testing. Um, we're solving that problem in Nigeria, starting with Nigeria. Um, in Nigeria, for example, the doctor-patient ratio is 1 to 6,000 instead of the 1 to 600 that WHO um, advises. So what we are doing is we're allowing our customers to book their lab test on our platform, healthtracker.com, have it, their sample collected at home and then get their digital results in 48 hours max. It is fast, it is private, it is convenient. We launched just about six months ago and already we've delivered over 1,500 tests at home. Um, the traction has been incredible. And we started with just only five tests out of the numerous tests that is that are possible. We're currently adding on more tests and basically just growing our numbers you know, just incredibly. Um, so, yeah, it, it, that, that's it. That's what we do at El Tracker. I'm happy to listen and hear questions from you. Well, thank you so much. How about, Saba, you go first, and then we'll wrap that one with David. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. Um, hey, Adam, you weren't too uh, wrong with your pronunciation, so <laughs> thanks for giving it a shot. Uh, so I think this is really interesting. Um I wonder if there's a way uh, to be able to just say, hey, we're doing what company X does in the US or UK and we're bringing that to, to Nigeria. Um, I get the, the premise of it, um, but I just wonder if there's a way to just be like, cool, this is kind of proven already somewhere else and that we're trying to do that here already uh, then allows us to dig into more about what, you know, what I like to hear, like tell me more about the team and then, Tell me more about why you're going to win and, uh, uh, again, what David mentioned earlier about the competitive advantage and whatnot. But, yeah, uh, that was that was, that was was really good. And uh, it, this is also another market that I think is, is hitting up a lot, especially at Texas. I think we made about four or five investments in the region recently. And so, yeah, super interesting. Ooh, now I'm interested to hear more about all the work that you guys are doing at Techstars. But, uh, David, go right ahead. What are your thoughts? What's your feedback? Yeah, uh, good stuff, Ifeolu. Uh, nice to talk to you again. Uh, it's, it hasn't been too long. I think we chatted a week or two ago. Um, yes. So great job. Um, and I, again, I love um, I love the reference to your dad in the beginning. It's personal for you. 
right? And there's a motivation there that's going to cause you to to want to solve this problem and change the world in this way uh, because of that experience. And then doing it in a market that maybe doesn't already have a lot of competitors. You know, Sava's question was, is this like something in the U.S.? My guess is it is. Uh, but that might come as a follow-up question, right? I might say, aren't there a bunch of competitors already doing this? And the answer might be, yeah, in the U.S., but not in Nigeria, for example. Um, so, you know, whatever that that unique thing is, it's motivating you as a founder. I think it's great to get it out there like you did. And then, um, you know, 1,500 tests in, in six months, um, you know, you're really doing it, which sets you apart from, you know, 95% of people. Right, that aren't really doing it yet, especially with something physical, like you have to do logistics around these tests. So that would get my attention. Um, but to me, the only thing is I'm not sure why you're pitching, right? So that same remark, and I, again, I get that it's only a minute, and there's there's probably an assumption that you know this is an investor pitch. But you know, just saying something simple like you know we're currently in tech stores and we're raising you know a million dollars, you know, currently, I think. It, allows you to sort of make a real ask combines it with that credibility um of of having some other investors around you and some you know some fear of missing out right for people listening to the pitch so overall easy to understand uh well done but add that call to action at the end love it it. yeah absolutely well thank you uh for that pitch as well as all of our other special speakers uh, that came and joined us today as well as the audience you know i was scrambling to write as many notes as i as i possibly could because of the great gems from saba and david from the TechStars team and just really quickly the takeaways that i have before we wrap were you know david i remember you saying making sure to look for what the unfair advantage uh, what's that key differentiator if you will so that you can get a sense of of the overall change in the world that you're trying to look at not a year out but in 10 to 20 years that was a key point you also mentioned that it's great to make sure that you're sharing what's validated about your app are you or, or your your technology your company your business are you working with tech stars already or is there something else that makes you truly unique and stand out that you can highlight and share with the folks uh, you also mentioned that at same aspect about the credibility you know gloria mentioned being the third startup and already having maybe some investment or something like that but that credibility goes a long way uh, now that last point that you mentioned david i love it it's connecting to a personal reference you know some type of value that that person has uh, that motivation i think is really really important so these takeaways we've just gotten in the last hour and i'm sure there's thousands and thousands of more insights we can get from david and saba but just right here i think i want to thank you both for for giving your feedback to these folks um, we do this every week you and i do saba but david thank you so much for joining us today and of course i hope you had fun david and saba as well Totally. It's a blast. It's, it's, it's great to be able to efficiently be able to help a bunch of people that are listening. So thanks for having us. Good, good. Well, yeah. Speaking of listening. Totally. Thanks for putting this room on um, and allowing us to connect with founders. Right? You saw people coming in from all over the world. Uh, and so we do this to give first. Um, but uh, yeah, we do it every couple of weeks, if not every week. Yeah. I love that give first. That's so important. And David, I'd love to learn more about that from you, but you have a great podcast. There's content there as well. I'm listening to it and I hope folks in the audience will listen to it as well. So again, thank you to Saba and David from the Techstars team. This is so great to to get that feedback, to give back, to give first. Um, And we will do this again, Saba. So David, thank you so much. We really appreciate having you here today. And uh, everyone in the audience, I hope you have a great rest of the day. Join us again. And if there's more you can learn from the Techstars team, go follow them at techstars.com. So thank you, Saba. Thank you, David. 
This is the best podcast. BEST stands for Business, Entrepreneurship, Startups, and Technology. I'm your host, Adam Sockledge, and each week we talk live on social media platforms like Twitter Spaces so that you can stay up to date with the latest news and stories, learn the greatest tools and tactics, and gain some of the best opportunities to connect with new people. Special guests include top founders, CEOs, and experts. Plus, the audience is always full of fascinating people. Even Elon Musk recently tuned in. All of our conversations are educating, entertaining, and engaging with the mission to help you succeed. So follow us on all your favorite social media platforms, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and of course, tune in live to the best podcast. Let's talk soon.